0: Let us pray. Lord God, you have promised to be our shepherd, guiding us through the valley of the shadow of death. As the darkness deepens around us, lead us onward. Give us trust and confidence in you, knowing that your word is a light unto our feet. Show us the way out of the dark valley of death and into your light and into your life. Amen.
1: You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the word of the Lord.
2: Tonight, we gather under the shadow of Jesus' cross to contemplate the wonder, the glory, and the hope of the unchanging grace. We indeed walk in the valley of the shadow of death, an observation pointed out in the 23rd Psalm. God had warned Adam about this. When Adam rebelled in sin, he unleashed death in it to our valley. Paul's words echo that reality the wages of sin is death. They say 9 million people a year die of starvation. They say over 1.2 million people die in auto accidents worldwide every year. Right now, dozens of warring countries seek to kill each other's citizens. AIDS, malaria, heart disease, cancer, all take their toll. And what they don't take, or who they don't take, old age will you can't get out of here alive. We live in the valley of the shadow of death. Death casts its cold shadow over all human existence. How can we escape the doom? Many solutions are offered. We will take more safety precautions. We will advance medical technology. We will usher in new and kinder governmental systems. We'll eliminate plastics and add vitamins, we seek to escape the valley and find light in the hills. Yet no matter how many excursions into the hills, our home is in the valley of the shadow of death. This night we celebrate, yeah, celebrate that Jesus joined us here. He joined our humanity He condescended from His place of glory to join us in the doomed, damned valley of the shadow of death. He joined us in the valley. He joined us in the shadow. And He joined us in the death. He joined us that we might be joined to Him. Did you hear what He said from the cross? He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That pronouncement is ours. What has caused the shadow of death, sin, our sin, this night is swallowed up, removed, forgiven. Because of Jesus, even though we dwell in death's shadow, we live confidently. We will fear no evil because the Good Shepherd is with us and leads us. He comforts us. He anoints our head with oil. He makes our cup overflow. And as he has dwelt with us, we will dwell in his house forever.
0: Let us pray. Holy Lord, in you we live and move and have our being. You alone are the source of life. Lord, teach us to recognize our dependence on you. For the life that we live, remind us that apart from you, our days are fleeting. Fill us with the abundant life that is ours in Christ Jesus. Amen.
3: The second lesson, <clears throat> Psalm 144, 1-6. to Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. He is my steadfast love and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I take refuge, who subdues people under me. O Lord, what is man that you regard him? Or the son of man that you think of him? Man is like a breath. His days are like a passing shadow. Bow your heavens, O Lord. And come down, touch the mountains so that they smoke. Flash forth the lightning and scatter them. Send out your arrows and rout them. This is the word of the Lord.
2: Do you know the phrase, too soon old, too late smart? It's a pithy testament to the brevity of life. Scripture describes the brevity, the fleeting nature of life this way. Man is like a breath. He is like a passing shadow. Psalm 144 points us to a different shadow than we saw in the 23rd Psalm. It's a more personal shadow. You. Me. Shadows are nothing. Technically, they are an absence of light. As soon as full light comes, they disappear. As soon as full darkness comes, likewise, they disappear. Outdoors, shadows are short-lived. They are either overcome by great light or utter darkness. Man is like a breath. He is like a passing shadow. Life, yours, mine, our friends, our enemies... Life is a passing shadow. Scripture often draws attention to the temporary nature of earthly life. Even a long life flits away. From Psalm 90, the years of our life are 70, or even by reason of strength 80, yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone, and we fly away. That's the problem with human life, yours and mine, Our lives soon are gone and we fly away. Scripture teaches us to number our days correctly, to contemplate their temporary nature, that we might get a heart of wisdom. Tonight, the shadow of the cross is a good place to contemplate such things. The psalmist invites us, shadows that we are, to trust in something more than a shadow. He calls us to trust in the rock. He calls us to trust in the Lord, our fortress, our stronghold, our deliverer. In another place, the psalmist warns us, put not your trust in princes, in man, in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day, his plans perish. Here, in the shadow of the cross, as we consider our own fleeting existence, put your trust in the One who is far more than a fleeting human shadow, our Jesus. While Jesus is truly man, He is also truly, permanently, true God. A stable, rocky God. Our rock, our fortress, our stronghold, our deliverer. He is the One without beginning or end. And he invites shadows like us to escape the coming greater darkness and enter into the light of his greater glory. Hear his invitation. I tell you the truth, you will be with me in paradise.
0: Let us pray. Lord God, destroy our idols. When we trust in the wrong things, when our hearts are inclined toward worshiping the things of this world, when we fear love and trust in anyone or anything more than you, Lord, destroy our idols. Draw us toward you, your power, your protection, your love. Give us hearts that worship you and you alone. Amen. The third word from
3: Isaiah chapter 30. Ah, stubborn children, declares the Lord, who carry out a plan, but not mine, and who make an alliance, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin, who set out to go down to Egypt without asking for my direction, to take refuge in the protection of Pharaoh and to seek shelter in the shadow of Egypt. Therefore shall the protection of Pharaoh turn to your shame, and the shelter in the shadow of Egypt to your humiliation. For through his, though his officials are at Zon and his envoys reach Hanes, everyone comes to shame through a people that cannot profit them, that brings neither help nor profit, but shame and disgrace. This is the word of the Lord. Careful.
2: False hope is worse than no hope. The prophet Isaiah counseled Judah not to take refuge in Egypt. Its alliance spelled disaster, not help. Judah's hope in Egypt was a false hope. People use shadows for protection. A farmer rests in the shadow of a tree to escape the heat of the day. A soldier takes up position in the shadow of his Humvee to escape notice from the enemy. A child hides behind the shadow of a playground structure for a game of tag. But resting in the wrong shadow spells disaster. Would a fugitive hide in the shadow of a police car or a courthouse? Judah, afraid of Assyria, sought help in Egypt's shadow. Egypt? Egypt? Egypt had been Israel's captor. Egypt had been Israel's taskmaster. And Egypt had been defeated roundly, soundly by Yahweh. Yahweh had conquered Egypt with blood, frogs, insects, boils, hail, locusts, darkness. Yahweh had set the people free from Egypt. And now, Will they return to a hope that is no hope? Help that doesn't? Will they return to something that has been discredited? Will they take comfort and protection in the shadow of the enemy? God called them stubborn children who carry out plans that are not His, who make alliances that are not of His Spirit. They add sin to sin. Stubborn foolish. We are under the shadow of the cross tonight. The world offers alternatives. Uh, The world offers protection in its shadows. Human power, material wealth, pride, success. The world's ways include sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies. Many seek to find in these shadows protection from pain, disappointment, boredom, unhappiness. These are the shadows cast by the world's rebellion against its creator. These are shadows of Egypt. These are shadows that offer false hope, These are shadows from which we have been delivered. God, protect us from stubbornness. God, protect us from foolishness. God, protect us from hopes that are not hope. Save us
0: from Egyptian shadows. Let us pray. Jesus, your protection is right where we need to be. Under your protection, we are safe, secure, and exactly where you'd like us. As fear and worry floods our hearts and our minds, drive us into your protection. Keep us and guard us in your safety. Amen. The fourth word from
3: Psalm 36. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds, This is the word of the Lord.
2: Earlier that week, while Jesus was in Jerusalem, He wept and lamented. These are not the tears that He had shed earlier for Lazarus. They were tears for Jerusalem. He lamented, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stone, those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing? These were not tears for Lazarus, they were tears for you, for me. There are many passages that speak about the safety of being under God's wings about being in the shadow of the Lord's wing. Psalm 17, keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me in the shadow of your wings. Psalm 36, how precious is your loving kindness, O God, and the children of men take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Psalm 57, be gracious to me, O God, be gracious to me, for my soul takes refuge in you and in the shadow of your wings I will take refuge. Psalm 61. Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge in the shadow of your wings. There are other passages that speak similarly about being under the shadow of the Lord's hand. The shadow of the Lord's hand, the shadow of the Lord's wing. This anthropomorphism gives us a picture of the right hope, the right protection. Under the shadow of the wings of God, under the shadow of the hands of God, we find life and strength. Egypt's protective shadow will fail. God's protective shadow, under His wings, under His hand, will save. Why do people resist the protective help of their Creator and Savior? Why do we resist the protective help of our Creator and Savior? Are there times that Jesus has been inviting you under the protection of His wings? And you have found it to be too restricting, too confining, too, too boring? Do you attempt to wiggle out from underneath the shadow of God's hand like a two-year-old pulling away from protection of the Father's hand, only to dart out into trouble. Tonight, look to the cross and find God's steadfast love. Look to the cross and find His faithfulness. Look to the cross and find His righteousness. See there, wings are stretched out. Nails pierce His hands. But here in the shadow of these wings, these hands, we find protection. Stop wiggling and believe. Stop wiggling and receive the abundance, delight, and the fountain of life found in the shadow of His wings.
0: Let us pray. Precious Savior, You know our sins and blemishes. You know our need for cleansing and atonement. Holy Lord, you have provided the perfect sacrifice for us. You have poured out your holy and perfect blood for us. Cleanse us. Make us spotless through your perfect sacrifice, Jesus. Amen.
4: The fifth word, Hebrews 8, 1 through 6. Now if he were on earth, he would not be a priest at all. Since there are priests who offer gifts according to the law, they serve a copy, a shadow of the heavenly things. For when Moses was about to erect the tent, he was instructed by God saying, see that you make everything according to the pattern that was shown to you on the mountain, but as it is, Christ has op- obtained a ministry that is much more excellent than the old as the covenant he had covenant he meditates is better since it is enacted on better promises
2: this is the word of the lord the old testament sacrificial system served as a copy and shadow of the heavenly things Like Plato's allegory of the cave where the shadows were not the real thing, but indicators to those things that were really real, the sacrificial system of sacrifices, washings, and feastings only served as shadows of the really real things we find in Jesus. The blood of the bulls and goats and turtle doves was a shadow of the really real blood Of Jesus that redeems us from the bondage of Satan. The washings and cleansings were shadows of the really real cleansing from Jesus that washes away our guilty sin. The feastings and celebrations were shadows of the really real feasting that we experience with Jesus who has invited us to his holy supper and his heavenly banquet. While the old testament with its sacrificial system was a shadow it does help us to know and understand more clearly god's love for us in jesus god provided the sacrifice for abraham and isaac just like that he has provided jesus the sacrifice for us like god rescued the people of israel through the waters of the sea he has washed us clean and has given us new life in baptism Like God provided his people with food and protection in the wilderness, he prospers us, his people, now through our pilgrimage. Like God provided his people entrance into the promised land, he will shepherd us home. The writer of Hebrews teaches us about the systems of the Old Testament. They serve as a copy and shadow of the heavenly things. On our side of the New Testament, things are clearer, but not crystal. Even with the clarity that comes through the death and resurrection of Jesus, as the Old Testament shadow is dispersed, we still see all the things of God only in a shadowy sort of way. Or as Paul writes, Now we see through a glass darkly, then we shall see face to face. The Old Testament shadows have been replaced with a clearer Christian faith. This too, though clearer, is still a shadow of the even better things to come. We still walk by faith. Clearer now than the Old Testament, but still by faith. One day, even this last shadow of faith will be replaced
0: by sight. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, grant us sanctuary in your church. Call us out of the dangers of sin and death so that we can be your people. Make us part of your body. Grant us place and purpose and protection within the body of Christ, your church.
1: Amen. The sixth word is taken from the book of Acts, chapter 5. The people also gathered from the towns around Jerusalem bringing the sick and those afflicted with the unclean spirits and they were all healed. This is the word of the Lord.
2: After the resurrection of Jesus, the disciples were sent out into the world to make more disciples. What they had received they were to share. As representatives of Jesus, they performed many signs and wonders. People were attracted to the words, the miracles, and the grace at work in the early Christian church. The church grew. In Acts 5, we find a particularly odd occurrence. We read that when they brought people out to them, to the disciples, they, the people, hoped that at least the shadow of Peter might fall on them. They wanted healing from the shadow cast by Peter. Earlier in his ministry, Jesus had told a story about a mustard seed, the smallest of seeds. He taught that it grows into such a large tree that the birds of the sky can lodge under its shadow. He told this story to teach about how, as the kingdom grew, it would become a place of refuge for others. Under the shadow. Like under Peter's shadow. Like under the shadow of our church. We live in a world that needs healing and help. Poverty abounds. Brokenness exists. Discouragement persists, fear surrounds. Today's church and this congregating of believers gathered tonight under the shadow of the cross has been raised up by God to cast a healing, protecting, loving, saving shadow. While we rest under the shadow of the Lord's wings, we will not rest while others do not know of
0: this hope. Let us pray. Jesus, you have finished it all for us on the cross. Let us pause and marvel at your great goodness and mercy shown for us. Let us stand in awe of what you've done for us in Jesus. And let us remain steadfast, safe, and secure in him. Amen.
3: The seventh word is from James, chapter 1, verses 16 through 18. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. This is the word of the Lord.
2: Shadows change. As the sun rises, they shorten. As the sun sets, they lengthen. If you find an interesting shadow of some sort, you need to look quick before the angle of the sun changes it. Like the shadows of the world, we face change and variation. What works today will not work tomorrow. What people consider popular now will be deemed obsolete in a week. What is held dear today is discarded in a fortnight. They say truth changes. They say religion evolves. They say the only thing that doesn't change is that everything changes. We come to the end of the service. As the sanctuary was darkened, the shadows within have moved. They've lengthened, changed. But God is the same. As the Father of lights, in Him there is no variation or changing like a shadow. He was, is, and will be the source of every good gift, every perfect gift. Indeed, on this night of shadows, God is light. And in Him there is no darkness at all. Two millennia ago, we heard the cry, It is finished. Jesus cried, Done. It was. It is. Nothing has changed. Christ Jesus has atoned for the sin of the world. Everyone who believes in Him during the pilgrimage in this valley of the shadow of death will, like Him, be raised from the dead and live with Him in glorious light forever. He is a true and certain hope. He is a powerful and protective hope. He is the fulfillment of all God's promises and ultimately our every prayer. He is the answer for the ages, every nation, every people, every tribe, and nothing will change that.